0: Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. One organization does an unbelievable amount of work for our youth in the community, youth engagement programs, camps, free school supplies, and so much more. And the way they're able to do that is through having fun parties for fundraising. I'm very happy to welcome Pablo Lau, the president of the Kiwanis of Little Havana. Pablo, you are president now of Kiwana's Little Havana. Can you tell me, first of all, how this came to be?
1: Well, it's an honor that was bestowed upon me by the organization, and I truly mean that. I've been dedicated to the club for over 15 years. And the reason why, it's the work we do with the community, the effect we have on children, And those families that are in need of assistance are looking for the help to get them across the day-to-day obstacles that it is to be, you know, in a vibrant city. But, you know, obviously, in many aspects, these families and these individuals are in need of that extra help, that extra push, that extra, um, even if it's just a meal, a scholarship for their son, a toy during the holidays, Adopting them during the holidays and helping them provide a Christmas that would be a very big challenge for them if we couldn't get involved otherwise.
0: And you do so much in huge numbers from, you know, school supplies. Toys, like you said, the holidays, meals for seniors during the holidays. And I know all of this requires a tremendous amount of fundraising. And that's what Carnival Miami is all about, even though the events are free to attend.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a longstanding tradition, especially with Cayocho being a 46th annual and Carnival Mile being the 25th annual event. We always vision these events as... You know, the festivals of the community, you know, we don't want to gate it. We don't want to charge the surrounding community to come. We want them to partake. For example, at Calle Ocho, this year, Gente de Sona, some of the, of the attendees wouldn't be able to go to a concert, but they can come to Calle and witness the amazing, globally renowned duo of a Gente de Sona performing at our event. This also helps us, you know, from a grassroots effort, have that interaction with the community. And I feel that's something that over the 49 years of service, which it's important to add, next year the Kiwanis Club will be 50 years of service in the community to really understand the needs, to really understand um, the community itself. And that's something that's very attractive also to our supporting sponsors. And, and I got to give thanks to them because without our sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do what we do, right? You know, Cayocho is 14 blocks. To close it, activate it, and all the logistics that go behind it, it's not an easy feat. So we got to really thank those sponsors that support us, that see the vision, that see the work we do in the community and want to be a part of
0: it. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say no when you look at the work that you do in the community and you see the faces of children who are experiencing things that they wouldn't have been able to, like summer camp, that they might not have been able to afford And yet you're able to provide that. And of course, throwing big parties (laughs) is such a great way to do it. You know, starting with next weekend, Saturday and Sunday, March 2nd and 3rd, Carnival on the Mile. And there again, when you talk about logistics, taking all of Miracle Mile and putting up three stages of entertainment having a kids section, and again, vendors, artists out there, the amount of work that goes into it, you have amazing people working with you. What can we expect next weekend?
1: You can expect a mile long of art, very, very good food, and uh, awesome music. It's an event that we as an organization are very proud of. We're proud of, of Carnival on the Mile, just as we're extremely proud of our Gallo It allows... The surrounding neighborhood, and and, and, and then when I say surrounding neighborhood, it's pretty long bandwidth, right? Like, we have attendees coming from all away from Color Rage, Candle, not just the Coral Gables section, to come into Coral Gables to see the beautiful art from our artists, to eat the great food from our vendors, and, you know, here Tony's Grammy Award winning Tony Sukar. Uh, guy the long list of talent that, that we have at, at the three stages, like you mentioned. And I'll be honest with you, all the logistics, all the work that goes behind it couldn't be possible, like I mentioned earlier, without the support of our sponsors. But more importantly, the volunteer work, and this is something that, you know, I know, you know, and our sponsors know, but it's great for the public to know every Kiwani that you see out there working with a Kiwani shirt is a volunteer. Yeah. I, I am a banker by career and profession, but the work I do with the Kiwani is 100% volunteer. And it's, it's something that we as an organization are very proud of because, you know, one of the most beautiful things you can do at any of the events is turn around and see all the people attending, all the people having a great time, and know that all that volunteer work was, it resulted in this, you know?
0: Have you seen, I mean, 49 years next year, 50th anniversary, that's gonna be huge. I can't wait to see what you get planned for that. But have you seen more of an integration where originally, you know, Calle was a Hispanic event. But then people who are not Hispanic discovered how much fun it is and how great the music is and the food and being with this huge group of people who are all there just to have fun. Do you see people from other aspects of the community participating?
1: Oh, oh yes, absolutely. And especially we started really noticing that when we introduced the VIP Passport. The VIP passport offers an ability for individuals to have like that VIP experience in Cayocho, right? And when we started looking at the individuals purchasing those VIP passports, we saw people from Canada, from China, from Brazil, from all aspects of the globe, from all countries, not just our surrounding community. And, you know, Cayocho and the Little Havana area. It's evolved, you know. There's more than one Latin community there. There's Colombia, Venezuela, Nicaragua, Honduras, Guatemala. Of course, obviously, we still always have our Cuban culture, but this Puerto Rican, Dominican. There, there's it's a melting pot of beautiful cultural experience, and we the way we look at it, it's um, a free music festival. It's the largest multicultural music festival, and we're proud of that because. It allows, like I mentioned earlier, everybody around the surrounding area, everybody who makes the trip to come out to have an experience and and no charge. We don't charge. There's no gate, you know, come and and experience in Cayocho, particularly 10 musical stages, music from all, you know, from Chloric to Hintere Sona to reggaeton. To It's just, to me, a beautiful combination of community, culture, art, and
0: music. Yeah, there's nothing like it anywhere else. And, you know, I know there are people who come from all of the Latin countries in South America and from Broward County, you know, even, yes, even yes, our yes. own, right. So, you know, distance is not an issue when you have a unique experience like that. So Calle runs from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's on Sunday, March 10th. Any suggestions on where are the best places to park?
1: Parking situation around the area, obviously as later in the day goes, it gets a little bit more difficult to find open parking spaces to park at. Uh-huh. Um, I always suggest to everyone to share, ride, right, to do, you know, either Uber, Lyft, whatever it means. Uh-huh. It's, I think, it's the smartest thing to do, especially when you're going to be having a great time enjoying a cold beverage and yeah. <laughs> listening to our, best, our amazing music. Uh, yeah, right. Um, that's always a suggestion that we ask. We, we usually recommend that as well for Carnival on the Mile. There are parking areas surrounding the festivals, but again, it's, you know, if if you get there at the prime time, you might have a little bit of difficulty finding parking, but there's nothing that a Lyft or a Uber can fix.
0: Absolutely. And like you say, you know, easiest way to have a designated driver and then you can
1: correct, just go
0: have a great time. We
1: we always promote responsible partying.
0: All right. I love it. And then with Carnival, you get the shops that are there. I mean, anybody who's been on Miracle Mile knows that you can spend the day there when there's no festival. Add in the festival, the Carnival, and, you know, you can easily spend what you're, it's like for 13 hours, right? 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. So, and you've got two days worth, both Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday next weekend. We're going to be out there on Sunday. I'm very excited. We can be back again this year. Do you still need volunteers for either event?
1: I mean, right now we have the membership that we have in the club and, and you know at, at this stage, in the juncture, we're, we're ready to, to, to start the festival. We're ready to activate. We're ready to start you know partying along with all the attendees and listening to the great music. But yeah, as an organization, we, we're always looking for young talent that, is, that has that nonprofit financial heart and mission in mind yeah and like that adage always goes you never can have too many good people right oh and- I, it's
0: so ch- I love that and and that's exactly the kind of person who gets involved with an organization like the Kiwanis. you know people don't volunteer unless they feel it, and you know when you see again the work that you do after you've done your fundraising and then you have the foundation that does all the giving, you can't help but want to participate. What are the websites? if someone wants to join the Kiwanas and wants to be a part of this incredible community
1: work? Well, they, they get, you know, reach out uh, to, our, to our normal website and, and request an, an inquiry. Usually the way we do it, it's kind of organically the, the way that's always function is the individual knows a member or meets a member and they have a conversation. The member explains to the individual who's interested, you know, the work that it entails, the time and the effort. And then, you know, there is also a, a I want to say like a training process, like a time period where the individual gets to learn how we, how as an organization, we do the work we do. And, you know, once that process is done, if, if everything goes perfect, like I like to say, you know, then we, like I mentioned earlier, we can never have too many good people. And especially given the fact that, you know, we do very large scale events for the reason why we are able also to do all the community work and projects and giving back, like the scholarships, like the back to school, the summer camp, the, the feeding of the elderly during Thanksgiving, the adopting of families and the toy distributions during the holidays. It's a 24, it's a 12 calendar work schedule, volunteer work schedule. You have one half where we're focused on getting the events done, making sure the sponsors are lined up and their deliverables are there. And that our talent and artists are, are confirmed, and then you know we have a great time at the festival. We enjoy it with the community, and then we turn around and you know gear towards giving back. Right? We yeah. gotta get ready for like the school, the summer camp. So anyone who gets involved for the time period that they do, you know, it's we build a huge camaraderie in the club amongst ourselves. You know, I can sit here and tell you that. Every member to me is an extension of my family. Oh,
0: I you know? love that. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm sure you must have bonds with the children and the families that benefit from the services.
1: Correct. Then, and, and, and I can describe I, this. This interview would be very long if the 15 plus years that I've been with the organization. I told you. Of every moment that I had that's moved me, that said, like, okay, this is exactly why we do what we do.
0: I think if people look at the Kiwanis website, they'll see pictures that will help express what you're not going to take the time for because it'll take a day. (laughs) <laughs> to share all the good. So where can someone get information? Let's start with Carnival Miami, which has all the details about Carnival on the Mile, Calle Ocho, and you still have the Dominoes competition, which is like so, you know, classic.
1: So to that, I would, I would tell them, easy, carnivalmiami.com, and uh, look at the events. There's a schedule on the, of the events in the homepage. And if you go into events and you click at the event that particularly you're interested in, it will take you to that event section, and it will tell you all the details about each event. Okay.
0: And for the Kiwanis, if someone is, like I said, interested, and you know, you've got a fabulous vetting process, so people shouldn't expect to join the Kiwanis and think they're just going to show up for a party once in a while. You want people who are involved and willing to put in time and effort.
1: Yes. First and foremost, to have the financial the heart in place to understand that this. Yeah, we do we throw great parties, but I mean Miami in general is a great party though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, do we have a great time doing it? Of course. You know, it can't just about be work, but there is a lot of work being put into place, you know. They can reach out to the club, uh, our numbers listed there on the website. If they're interested, we're always glad to meet and have a conversation with with anyone. Like I mentioned earlier, organically it's worked over forty nine years. I've had members that I knew in high school. You know, come up to me and be like, hey, Pablo, I've been seeing the work you're doing with the Kawanis. What is that about? And today they're one of our, you know, young rising members of, of the club that are leading events or leading logistics, and doing work. That is very much needed for us as an organization to be successful, especially at the fundraising level that we do. Alright, So
0: what I'm going to suggest, if you really want to see more, you've got a great Facebook page, uh, Kiwanis of mm-hmm. Little Havana, mm-hmm. and it, probably the best thing is actually come out to Carnival mm-hmm. on the Mile, come out to Calle Ojo, and you will see the people wearing the Kiwanis t-shirts and well, introduce yourself. And like you said, that's where it happens organically. And yeah. eventually you're going to talk to Pablo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and, and look, like I said, you never have too many good people, especially when you're doing good work. And that's the main focus of the organization.
0: And I thank you for that. And I know the community thanks you. And, and I'm happy to say that our listeners have that heart. So I, I hope we'll see lots of our listeners out there and that you will be able to draw new members from our listenership and certainly will be there to support you. And uh... we're
1: looking forward to it. We're looking forward to seeing you and all the listeners at the event. Again, a big thank you to all our sponsors, to all the volunteers, to the staff that put uh, time and effort into making these events a possibility. But more importantly, I wanna always thank the individuals that go and attend the events. You know, I know that Miami's a busy town, there's always something happening. But the fact that they choose a Carnival Nomar, a or a Domino Tournament, a Golf Classic, all the events listed in our current Carnival Miami window, and they come and support us, to me, that's that's the biggest thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the support, and I really look forward to an amazing carnival.
0: Thank you for your heart. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Remember, carnivalmiami.com is where you get the details. Pablo, thank you so much for your time.
1: No, Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you out there. Likewise.
0: For our next segment of Community Focus, let's talk about jobs and what's happening new with them this year. We're all set for another round of Job News USA job fairs, the first mega fair of 2024 coming up on Wednesday the 28th at the Amarant Bank Arena. Yeah, where the Panthers play across from Sawgrass Mills. And Tiffany Price is the general manager and you always have great information for us. Thank you for being with us and doing all these job fairs again this year. And know how busy it keeps you.
2: It does. Thank you so much for having me as well. Um, Yeah, the job fair, this is the kickoff one of the year and it's going to be big. Uh, We have some really big companies coming out to this event and I'm projecting about 3,000 jobs available from over 50 companies. And so far we have about 115 recruiters registered to come out that will be representing those companies. And there's just such a diverse group of companies at this particular event. We have Broward County Clerk of Court, Fountain Blue, Miami Beach. We have, you know, Sheron williams and Miami Dolphins. We also have like the Sunrise Police Department and then Terra Energy, which is a solar company. So there really is, (laughs) if you're looking for a job, it's where to be.
0: Yeah, there's something for every interest, every skill level. Are there different hot jobs this year, different industries that are really looking for people than there were last year?
2: You know, I'm seeing a lot um, right now of government-like entities. I mean, we have the city of Boca will be there, city of Sunny Isles Beach. So, I mean, city of Sunny Isles coming all the way out to Sunrise for the job fair just shows me, like, that everyone needs to hire, no matter what. And people are realizing that this is a South Florida job fair. You know, from Miami to Jupiter, companies will be coming out. Like, we have uh, the JW Marriott Turnberry Miami Resort and Spa and then fountain blue and then I have companies hiring for properties up in Jupiter so really all over the place i mean irs has two boots one for the irs <laughs> and one for the irs <laughs> criminal investigations unit so i mean you know we're not talking like sales jobs there are companies looking for sales there are entry level jobs there are customer service but then you have you know something like IRS criminal investigation, looking for special agents at the job fair. That's (laughs) wild. And I have no doubt,
0: yeah, I would expect some of the city jobs and certainly the clerk of courts is probably because it's an election year and they definitely need extra people working the elections, helping with canvassing. There's all sorts of outside jobs that go along with that.
2: Yes, that's kind of what we're seeing on here Um, But not only that, we're also seeing a lot of like HR with some of the different cities and stuff that they're hiring. But yes, we do have Broward County Board of Commissioners at the event. We have Broward County Transit at the event, Broward Mm -hmm. County Clerk of Courts. So there are jobs out there, lots and lots of jobs and lots of opportunity. And it's, again, like all different skill sets one company that's actually opening up a new facility in Fort Lauderdale they have one in Lake Worth is a company called Recovery Unplugged and they're looking for licensed therapists at the job fair uh,
0: so
1: okay
2: really all over the board i have a company looking for attorneys it's just if you're looking for a job it is like the place to be on wednesday um and it is from 10 to 2 you know, I always advise everybody get there closer to 10 than 2 because we cannot hold the employers there. We ask them to please stay until 2 o'clock. That's what time the event's over. However, a lot of them are doing on-the-spot hiring at the right. stop there. So, you know, early word gets warm.
0: <laughs> well, one of the things that we always talk about is the benefit of actually going to a job fair is someone sees you in person and you can avoid those things where like, if you're applying for a job online, if you don't have the keywords that they're looking for, cause it's all going to be automated to start with. You don't have to worry about it this way. They see you, you have a conversation, you can hand them a resume. And I've got to think that the reason more and more companies are doing the job fairs is cause for them, it's the same benefit they're not going to run into people being eliminated by a computer who might be a great candidate. Instead, they meet you the same way you meet them.
2: Exactly. And I'm glad that you pointed that out too, because we just were having a conversation of one of the um, employers about that, because they actually look for, you know, outside sales reps. And so they said the job fair is their best way to recruit because if someone's afraid to walk up to their booth or, you know, to go up and start a conversation, then maybe that's not the job for them to be in sales That where you have to go and be pretty aggressive and go up and, you know, be comfortable having a conversation with a random stranger. So you really do get to see a different side at the event and, and kind of how people interact. So that's why we always suggest to, you know, treat this like a job interview with 50 companies because they are paying attention. You know, the recruiters look busy and they are very busy, but they're always looking around because they want to see how people interact. Um, You know, that's why they're there in person uh, so they can meet you and you don't want to walk around with food in your mouth. Like if you were going to a job, you know, if you wouldn't do it in a job interview, sitting across from someone like at a desk in a chair in a room, don't do it at the job fair because it's the same thing.
0: I remember hearing so many stories about job interview nightmares. You know, it's like, it's probably a feed on Facebook or Instagram, um, (laughs) you know, where people tell stories about someone came in for a job interview wearing, you know, like a bathing suit, that kind of thing. And you're going, what are people thinking? So this really raises the level of people who are going in. And, you know, when you go to your website, And we have the link up on our events listing, but if you want to give it and you you can click on Fort Lauderdale, what's the website just to start?
2: It's jobnewsusa.com, so J-O-B-N-E-W S -S USA.com And on there, job seekers can go, employers can go, um, employers can register if they need boot space uh, to hire because we do have space available still and job seekers can register. You don't have to pre-register to attend the event. I want to make sure everyone knows that. You can just show up the morning of, and it is a free event. It is free parking, free admissions, but you do not have to pre-register. But one of the benefits of doing that is you're going to get an update when new companies sign up. So as they sign up, if someone's added, you'll get an update that you know a new employer signed up. But additionally, you can get access to the event directory ahead of time. So you can do some research before you come out and look to see who's going to be there and the jobs that they have and kind of get ahead of the game. You know, a lot of companies, they're at the job fair, but you still have to apply online. It's how you get into their system. It's how you get a paycheck when you know from that company when they hire you. And so you might want to do that ahead of time. If you're really interested in some of these jobs, apply online, maybe print something out. That way you show the recruiter and you're going to stand out in the crowd because there will be a crowd. We will. I'm, <laughs> I'm expecting a, a lot of people at the job fair this time around, way over a thousand. I know that much. So you want to stand out and you want to make a good impression, not just an impression, but a good impression, a first impression with these employers at the event because they're there because they're hiring. And I always have people at the job fair, job speakers that they will, none of these people are hiring. And I don't think that everyone realizes that the employers, they have to pay to be there and they have to leave their office or what they would do on an everyday basis. And they come out and they have giveaways and all of that type of stuff. So they are there because they're looking to hire somebody. It's not, you know, from advertising purposes or anything like that. So you want to make a good impression because the people that you're going to talk to that day are the people who would be offering you a job. And hopefully they'll be offering you a job at the job. Fair yeah, right. They are doing on the spot offers, you know, soft offers. I'm sure every company is going to be a little bit different on their hiring process whether they have like a background check or that type of stuff, but you're one step closer to leaving there with a job.
0: Right. And what I love about going to the website in advance, first of all, yes, you can see the employers that are scheduled to be there and you can do research on them. And, you know, to walk into an interview, if you don't know something about the company that you're applying for a job with, they probably are not going to consider you a top candidate. And you want to know something about them so you can know what kind of questions to ask. And you can also make your own list of who you want to focus on. Because like you say, with more than 50 employers there, you may want to make some choices. And I love that you remind people to dress professionally, bring plenty of resumes, even though there's online recruiting and you may have to apply online. If you can hand somebody something that's already printed up, they've got a tangible piece of not just evidence, but you, a piece of you to take with them.
2: Absolutely. And that's a great point too, because you do have to apply online for a lot of these jobs. But like you said, they're leaving there and they have something to remember you by. They have your resume. They have something tangible from meeting with you. And so it is important to bring them. I also need to note that we do not have any capability to print or to make copies at the venue. So bring some extra copies. I mean, you get up, you get dressed, you drive there, you know, you have your resume, come prepared, bring some extra copies. It's better to have too many than not enough because you might have a couple companies that you're interested in talking to. Maybe there's five out of the 50 that you really want to focus on. However, I always suggest practice your elevator pitch on what skill sets you have, what you're looking for how to best kind of sell yourself to an employer and go up and talk to everyone. If you can, if you have the time, it's four hours. It is the best way to get a job. Talk to everyone because you don't know who they know and what connections you can make or on the other side, I had a woman reach out to me after the last job there. There was a construction company. It looked like if you were walking by, you know, like orange cones, they had some vest out on their table. Like, it looked like you were going to be doing some sort of construction job. And had she not gone up and talked to them, she wouldn't be their HR director right now. Ah, <laughs> so,
0: right. <laughs> you is, must is hear a- from people. I bet you get... Uh you know, from responses from people who've gotten jobs and it's life changing when you're in a situation where you're ready to leave one job and start another, or you haven't had a job for a while, or maybe you've just moved to South Florida, whatever your circumstances are, when you want a job and you're looking for something in the right field and you get it, that's just got to be such a great feeling.
2: Absolutely. And when you're going to these as well, I mean, you just get to make so many connections. I know it sometimes it can get frustrating if you're looking for work and you're applying online applying online and kind of playing this like waiting game. You get to go talk to them in person and follow up is really important for these events because keep in mind the recruiters and the hiring managers and HR directors that are at that booth will talk to over a thousand people wow. in one day. So you want to ask them for a card, some contact info, a follow up, you know, When should I follow up with you? How do I follow up with you? You want to follow up with them after the event, maybe shoot an email and say, you know, thank you for taking the time to meet with me. Just something because they're exhausted when they leave. I mean, they've talked for four straight hours and met a ton of people, just like the job seekers will meet a ton of people at the event. So you want to do something to, you know, jog their memory again and follow up with them after the job fair as well.
0: Should you expect a reply when you follow up to them Or do you only count on getting a response if you're
2: hired? That really depends on the company. I really think it's going to be like a case-by-case situation because everyone's going to operate a little bit differently on how their practice is. But yeah, I think it's going to be kind of case-by-case case situation. We have some companies that have paper applications at the job fairs. Everyone's a little bit different. It's kind of hard to say like, this is how it will be for everyone because some of the companies are you know doing on-the-spot interviews. Some of them are scheduling interviews for later in the day at their facility. Some of them are just screening and, and getting information. So everyone's a little bit different. But that's one of the really great benefits of going to one of these. You might Find something that you never really thought was going to be the match. You know, you like them. They like you. It has to work both ways, you know, for it to be a success. And so positive attitude, dress for success, follow up, bring copies of your resume. And when I say dress professionally, dress for the job. Because if you're coming and you're applying for a sous chef's job, you'll stand out if you come in a chef jacket. Yeah. <laughs> um, dress for the job that you're going for. You know, if you are applying for the RN, coming in in your scrubs, You are going to stand out in that crowd. So just kind of to keep that in mind, if there's a certain industry or skill set that you have that really, you know, across a room of a thousand people will make you stand out. Keep that in mind when you are getting ready for the event.
0: Always great advice. And also, you know, don't be intimidated at the idea that a thousand people are going to be there because there's 3000 jobs. So, you know, if those were dating stats, you'd be pretty excited. Three for everyone.
2: <laughs> right. I, yeah. There are a lot of people that will be there, but keep in mind, it's a four hour event and it's, huge. It's a quarter mile to walk the floor. Oh, that is another thing to remember. Ladies wear comfortable shoes. It is a quarter mile to walk from the entrance to the exit. It's the entire concourse of that stadium. So you want to wear something comfortable so that you're not wanting to leave halfway through and you miss out on half of the companies because your feet hurt. (laughs) And it happens. I mean, everyone's been there at some point. So comfortable shoes, don't bring huge bags. There will be a line coming in in the beginning. You do have to go through security, and we try to expedite, get everyone in, you know, as quickly as possible. Um, good news is, is the weather's been really nice. So it's not hot. It's not June yet. <laughs> um, so we will get everyone in as quickly as possible. But it's a big facility. So, yes, there will be over 1,000 people, but it's not like there's a 1,000 people in line for every single company. Right. You know, It'll all spread, spread out. out.
0: Exactly. Yes. Okay. So again, it's this Wednesday starting at 10 a.m. It goes until 2 p.m. This may be one of the rare occasions you get free parking at the Ember Bank Arena. (laughs) And most important, go ahead to JobNewsUSA.com, click on the Fort Lauderdale Job Fair and sign up in advance so you get those notices. And yes, there will be other job fairs coming up throughout the year, but why not start off the year kicking things off with a good, strong showing. Give yourself that much more time to find the job of your dreams, the salary you've been looking for, and happiness in what you do every day. True. All right. Well, (laughs) Tiffany Price, you always have great advice for us. And I just so appreciate what you do with the job fairs nationwide and for us here in South Florida at the Ameren Bank Arena. It's just invaluable to people. And we will see you Wednesday at the Ameren Bank Arena.
2: Yes, we will. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. We will see everyone Wednesday, 10 to 2.
0: Thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E at cmg.com. You can also leave comments on our open mic feature on our app that you can download from the iTunes or App Store. We'd love to know what you think. And please join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus. Have a great day. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks...